0: You're welcome in this place, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Jabby Alonso has a new job and Rafa wants back in. It's Tuesday, 23rd of March. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. My goodness. What The big question on everybody's lips, ladies and gentlemen, is what did you do on the day that football stood still? There was
1: (laughs) nothing. It was calm, wasn't it? It It was was strange. Quiet. I went outside. Yeah.
2: I I wrote a poem. (laughs) There were things
1: on my screen that weren't (laughs) green.
2: (laughs) I built a home for my family. Hang on, Peter. Jim,
0: expand on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, a lot of the prestige award-winning drama I remembered was out there. I could, <laughs> I could watch things that weren't football.
2: Really? Well, you I, all... I went outside, there was like, with were these little animals that were flying around. Mm-hmm. Oh. I looked at it
0: and they were tweeting.
2: It was just like,
0: whoa, what's that? Was it, what, do drones have Twitter accounts? Yeah. <laughs> My oh goodness. God. Well, um, you all mugged yourself off because I watched Melbourne City beat Central Coast Mariners two 0 Oh no, How was that? I no, I didn't,
1: didn't watch it. Did okay. I? Yeah, I mean, it was the only one—the the only
0: game in the world yesterday. Is that right? <laughs> I think
1: so. <laughs> like the entire world. Just, oh god, god
0: no. <laughs> no, no. The Aussies, though—not no no the more. Aussies. Yeah, keeping their side of the bargain. <laughs> 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 Do you think they just hastily arranged that fixture? Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. We'll grab a few headlines here. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to have to write about this game. There's a publicity waiting to happen. <laughs> but yeah, I believe that was uh, that was it. I mean, there may well have been a game somewhere elsewhere Where I don't know, but if, you know, if it was a game where you are that we're unaware of, get in touch. <laughs> don't don't get in touch. No, don't get boring. in touch. do do that. Yeah. Do something else. <laughs> Flipping Nora.
1: It was it was strange, wasn't it? It was like like the days you get in a tournament where it's like the first rest day. Yeah, after the, after the group so it doesn't, it's doesn't like, feel right. It's been amazing,
0: but it, like. I don't want another I'm one. one. Like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> chained to the TV today, so it's quite nice. There's a whole new world out there. Mm. Uh, well, gentlemen, um, we move on uh, to a new story that, that uh, came out yesterday that said the EFL are confident that thousands of fans will be allowed in Wembley for the Carabao Cup after positive talks with the government. Now, there was chat that... Uh, Maybe one or two of the the games at Wembley. Certainly England versus Czech Republic, I believe, when lockdown was beginning to ease and there might be some fans in there. But this would be quite something. The Carabao mm. Cup itself is not that far away, Jim. Mm. Um, to see a few thousand fans in there, obviously, if it's all safe, blah, 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 all the protocols, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> that, And that is exactly
2: that. how the government will write them. Yes.
0: Blah, blah, blah,
2: blah. Oh,
0: 10, more 10,000 dead. Let's go back to what we had before. <laughs> Another lockdown, please. Um, so, indeed. So, uh, <laughs> But if this is uh, going in the direction we all hope it is, that would be quite something to see some fans in there. It would. And it's a nice way to do it as well, because I think there was
1: talk that the Premier League might try and delay the last round two rounds of fixtures so that there'd be fans into 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 the last set of games mm-hmm. and everyone would get a home and away fixture right um, uh-huh. to sort of like ease the is it um, Fulham or Newcastle who are at home <laughs> 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 um, let's do it Marcus let's do it come on yeah no but, hugging But yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be feasible. But this would be a a good Mm. compromise on that, or even a test for it.
0: Yes, you know, Mm. I I just
1: wonder. I mean, presumably, I mean, I guess crowd management is so impossible
2: uh, with those kind of uh, numbers. uh, But if it was a restricted kind of fixture, do you think? I mean, we've got rapid testing kits nowadays. Mm Would you not be able to kind of... Oh, you'd be a bit gutted, wouldn't
0: you? If you walked in, you sat down in your seat and a hand on your shoulder, I'm sorry, son. Get yeah. out, <laughs> yeah.
1: get out. You would be gutted, but you'd... I mean, I mean, it would be, the because because be good. very unwell as well. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. well, I mean, we are looking forward to the, to the Carabao Cup. We've just got fans in or not, of course. Um, but Jose Mourinho has got his sights set on something much bigger than trophies. Of course, mm. he said. Rather than thinking about the result or the position that we are going to end, or whether we're going to win or lose the final, we need to develop this spirit. That is what we need. <laughs> My goodness, spirit of
2: just kind of throwing your I players mean, he, under the bus. He, so he is floundering this... there, isn't he? Yeah.
0: No, 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 no. Look, look, look. I know I've talked about being a serial <laughs> winner before. No, no. Let's let's all just calm down on trophies and results, okay? Are they? <laughs> what we need is spirit. Yeah. We are selling. A dream. All right,
1: Don but sit down. <laughs> what I want is We're not trophies. What's more important to me, what will be a victory for me, is for you lot to stop being a bunch of pricks. It's not the most inspiring, is it? No. Imagine if we interviewed for the job. What's your vision for the job?
2: Spirit. I am selling yeah. hope. I'm selling nostalgia. Yeah. What we all want. We all want to be held.
1: I'm basically, we, want just, we want
2: sex. Men want sex.
1: <laughs> basically a chilled say. out entertainer. Are you sure? Did <laughs> yeah. you seem like neither of those things?
0: <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal. Well, um, he was clearly still carrying some scars from, from last Thursday's uh, Europa League loss. And he admitted it was difficult to keep a harmonious dressing room because the selfishness is around, the individual interests are around, the agents are around. Nowadays, you need time to develop empathy because society and the the psychological profile of younger people is not an easy one. I mean, this is Sorry, like, normally this barbed. The children com- who are wrong. The children. <laughs> will up- somebody blame the children?
2: <laughs> That's what I mean. Like he, he grew up in the Estado Novo um, kind of Portuguese kind of, kind of regime, I suppose. You know, that the guy at the top yeah. of the tree there, and and their big thing was uh, not you know, going against the teachings of of Nazi Germany, players like that, uh, uh, and regimes like that, that um, you get no our kids. That was their literal mm. thing. They were the, the, mm-hmm. the Germans were obsessed with like the pagan uh, kind of obsession with youth and stuff like that and, and they went completely against that. So he's very yeah. much... A, a, and there were very different he's very, results, of course. He's very, <laughs> much a, he's very much a product of his upbringing where it's yeah. like, you'll get no our kids. <laughs> right. And I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, with really every day twice... that passes, the older he gets, <laughs> the, the, the naturally more
0: entrenched that's going to be come. like <laughs> I mean this is a leap, but it's an interesting leap I want to take with you, Peter. Mm. Yeah, I mean uh Lucas Mora said uh post match we believe in our coach because we know his past. Lucas Mora who supports Bolsonaro in Brazil, they're all in on it Peter, yeah, is yeah. what well, I'm yeah. saying. Well I mean mm. it's worrying times it's not just Mourinho though
1: is it? Wasn't didn't Hugo Lloris also have some comments about there being Perhaps some fractures in the dressing room. So yeah. that's quite interesting. I don't think he blamed the children. Though. No, we pin it on Ali. <laughs> that's bloody Oliver Skip. Um, but, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. but it is Twitch streaming. But it is awful. Everyone's
0: though. trying to top bins all the time. But just you just not put think, it in the net. But you know, the way I look at Marino at the moment at, at Spurs, it's kind of, we know what he was like. um 15 years ago, when his methods were clearly very effective in terms of results and yeah. trophies, when he, when they, when results and trophies are important. Mm. And Back when he used to be able to win every game 4 0 and it still be boring. <laughs> <laughs> but he was obviously he had a phenomenal record. And he's yeah. one of the, the most uh, successful coaches in, in, in recent times, to say the least. We can't forget that. And he's certainly a coach that has suggested by that quote, you know, psychological profile of younger players is, is not an easy one and so on, that you could be a little bit more, um, Tough with players, and you could sort of speak to them and about them in certain ways, and it would sometimes prompt a reaction. The mm. the expected dynamic, XD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which <laughs> I think now you can see that he's trying to work it out how to, because he knows he's, you know, in, in, in previous clubs he's managed, you know, say Manchester United and whatnot, that that doesn't quite have the desired effect anymore. Yeah. And no. you can see so now he's him... been in Aldebaran. <laughs> yeah, well, but he's trying to. He's trying to go, okay, they don't like that. Okay, well, I'll try and... But he's ultimately using the same method, but he's just putting a different handle on the tool. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah, and
1: I think he's, he's struggling to create that siege mentality mentality mm. as well, which he, I suppose it's it's quite amazing that his methods seem to be able... He, he would be able to single players out mm-hmm. and sort of make their life really difficult and through doing that somehow create a siege mentality with the rest of the players, which mm. is... Mm. Pretty amazing. He's a <laughs> genius at what he does, or, or he certainly <laughs> well, was. He was.
0: But it's not working now, is it? Well, because the siege meant that you can still have a great team spirit. There are there are sides out there that do and they and they get the players together. I mean, you know, look at say well, they're international sides, but look, you know, I mentioned before, like Chris Coleman, the way he did that with, with Wales, slightly different. But even Southgate's England, you know, it, it, but it's not about hammering the players. Mm. Uh, it, the World Cup, I'm, I'm specifically saying there. And we mentioned this about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, how his approach is very, very different. And it seems to be getting some some performances out of players that have been rather tricky. Paul Pogba being one, because Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said uh, on the weekend that Paul Pogba cares about Manchester United. Can I just say, <laughs> I, before we move on to that... Yes.
1: I've, I'm working up a theory here I'm Go working on. up one of my theories and obviously it maybe it backfired on them a little bit because Man United did win that treble under Mourinho as we know but I'm not sure Mourinho ever left Chelsea the second time
0: no, no it's just
1: a, a covert operative is that what it is <laughs> undermining those around them from inside now yeah Abramovich spotted that Mourinho stars on the way and those methods don't work but maybe he could be useful as an asset elsewhere mm. <laughs> But
0: then, so you think he's going to... deep undercover, is what I'm saying. But is he then going to manage Manchester City? Is that what you're saying?
1: That would be the the ideal
0: next step for Chelsea. Yeah,
1: that's right. So, yeah, maybe.
2: Would it be fair to say that uh, Daniel Levy has kind of thrown Mourinho under the bus in that he didn't really invest massively as you would as a Champions League club Mm -hmm. when Pochettino left? Mm. So he's kind of thrown him under the bus. Joseph Mourinho... His own kind of mm. the way he operates, he's always going to throw his own players under the bus. There's just yeah. a lot of
0: buses, recursive Russian doll style bus throwing. <laughs> Do you not yeah. think that? And it starts at the top. If Levy did throw Mourinho under the bus as the bus was approaching, he'd quickly run and go, oh, I'm sorry, Jose, push him out of the way and take <laughs> the hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, anyway, Manchester United, yes. Um, Rude Van Nistelrooy was reflecting on his time at Manchester United recently. I don't know if you saw this. He claimed that Sir Alex Ferguson purposely sabotaged his claim for the Golden Boot Award in. 2001, 2002. Um, Thierry Henry, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbeck and Alan Shearer. Oh,
2: oh glory <laughs> days. <laughs>
0: to be alive it was. One <laughs> of yours, Pete, Alan Shearer. Well, one it? of mine. I know. Uh, Van Nistelrooy, they were all competing for the Golden Boot going into the final day of the season. Ferguson dropped Van Nistelrooy so that he wouldn't win it and according to Van Nistelrooy, he said, "You're not." The, the, Ferguson said, you're not going to challenge for the Golden Boot. We didn't le- win the league, son. You're out. Yeah. It seems incredible. It does, <laughs> But Van Nistelrooy, when you actually read the interview,
1: Van Nistelrooy is not really complaining about it because no. the next season they did win the league and mm. he won the golden boot. And he right. was like, okay, this has made me understand that the goals have to mean something. They yeah. have to lead to a league title. And that's part of the genius of Ferguson. That mm-hmm. Even in, in the day... He, you know, he's he's made a step towards winning the league the next season on mm. the final day of the season before it. Well, that was like, with an actual even. tangible effect. The, the man was unreal. <laughs> but that's how we were talking Ping about tangible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just like this fucking super football granddad standing in the way of all of your dreams. He just knows
0: everything. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you cannot outfox him. I don't. But this is
0: the thing about Ferguson is that how he was, you know, a manager in the eighties, the nineties, and the noughties. and then he would have just got the uh um you know into the other into the, uh, the, teensies. the teensies teensies yeah. Yeah. even though he wasn't in the actual anyway <laughs> 20 uh,
1: years where nobody just mentioned what the time was called yeah, <laughs> yeah. To
0: talk around it but, I mean, at the time we didn't want to call them the naughties did we no. but we've sort of settled on that i yeah. think but anyway Ferguson you know we speak about how Mourinho's methods and trying to galvanize players how they've waned somewhat over the years but Ferguson's have were always so good even you know yeah. he knew when to be a little bit Tough on players, knew when to be a bit more lenient and so on. Because Rooney said uh, in an interview recently, and actually um, Dennis Irwin mentioned this before as well. That in 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 team talks, he said if 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 Rooney you know came in at half time. If uh, it was, he, he talked about Nani. If Nani had uh, kept losing the ball and was trying tricks, but yet they were three nil up, and Rooney had scored two and got an assist, he would have a go at Nani by shouting at Rooney. If you see what I mean, so what he would do is he would go mental at Rooney and went, "You gave the ball away that time!" <laughs> Despite the fact that Rooney's been the best player on the pitch <laughs> and he's the reason why they're three nil up, right. but Nani sitting there going. Oh, I've lost the ball quite a lot of times. Oh, I He's better, not noticed. I better, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so did, did Rooney know that or is he just getting... Well, Rooney, I think probably latterly realised, but Rooney said that he would get fired up and go, what are you talking about? I've scored... right, I'm going to go out there and score another two to show you. Because yeah. he knew how to motivate the players. It's Just amazing. But it is. But Erwin said that he said the only time he would, he would usually give them a bollocking after games they'd won. Whereas if they'd lost, he tended not to say that mm. much. Right. trying to sort of balance it out yeah. in these sort of ways. He, he also
1: th- fostered this idea, didn't he, that uh, we're Man United and we always do things the hard way. It's like, yeah. no, you fucking
0: don't. <laughs> <laughs> Spend more money than everyone else and generally win the league. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Manchester City. Yes. Um, uh, there's there's quite interesting reports that uh, apparently Danny Ings has been identified by the club as the successor to Sergio Aguero.
1: Yeah. I mean a
0: player who would start on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, if you're Danny Ings and you wrote that, you feel pretty good about yourself, wouldn't <laughs> you? Yeah, you would,
1: but I, I can't imagine that Man City's you know transfer team are calling up Danny Ings and going, hi Danny, we view you as very specifically the successor to Sergio. <laughs> like they're just they're, they're looking to sign a striker, aren't <laughs> they? Gabri- and another striker's moving. It's not it's not a definitely a like for like replacement. Yeah. It's not Gabriel Jesus
0: wasn't available for comment, presumably. No. What? <laughs> no, but you,
1: I think if you're Gabriel Jesus and you think the person coming in for competitions with res- competition for you mm-hmm. is with respect Danny Inks you mm-hmm. think oh actually yeah, yeah, we have got to okay. fight to establish ourselves as the main striker here so i think he'd probably be quite happy
0: with but well, i think the way they've been this season often without aguero they go is thinking we don't need stri- i get can we have another fullback instead? Yeah. Can we, oh, can we well, do that? Uh,
1: Cancelo is a fullback that operates like a
0: midfielder. That's an yeah, exactly. absolute dream, isn't I it? I know. It's <laughs> all about the defence midfield and somehow the, the attack just sort of works itself out. So
1: so where's he going to play, Pep?
0: I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently Manchester City uh, are reportedly hiring rocket scientists. Um, the former astrophysicist and Treasury policy, uh, policy advisor, Laurie Shaw, was employed by the club um, in January, under the role lead artificial scientist. I mean, my <laughs> goodness. Now, when asked about this, Manchester City would only confirm they'd made new hires in the data area. It's all a little bit covert. They said that the, all the recruits have backgrounds in physics, and they ran a competition last year which challenged entrants to develop artificial intelligence agents, which effectively a player within a match situation and program program them to react to normal in-game situations. <laughs> what the bloody hell uh, are they building? Are they trying to?
1: Make their own Nathan Redmond, <laughs> yeah.
0: the potential successor to whoever they've got there. I mean, it is fascinating yeah. the way that yeah. some clubs are trying to get a run on the. It's like the space race, isn't it? It
1: really is. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> might literally be that the way
0: things are going. <laughs> so we've, we've we've this planet's fucked. Um, <laughs>
1: our training so, grounds are going to be. On, <laughs> yeah. So we, we need to we need to get a move on in establishing ourselves as the biggest club on Mars. Is there Ticky Tacker <laughs> on Mars, Jim? <laughs> there will be soon. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um,
2: oh, actually, can I, can, before you move on, Marcus, yes. can I just give um, talk about artificial reality and mm-hmm. uh, artificial uh, intelligence? Um, this morning, nothing to do with football, but it made oh, me laugh. Um, there's a big uh, computing cluster that's been working out um, chat-up lines. Oh, right. How to romance the the the, the fairer or indeed non-fairer. <laughs> whoever you fancy. Whoever you fancy. <laughs> um, and uh, here's, here's, here's some of the lines. You're looking good today. Want snacks? <laughs> <laughs> that, was the best. that was the best one that artificial intelligence came up with. How many tattoos do you own? Oh, no, <laughs> oh, that is dark. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> it is urgent that you become a professional athlete. <laughs> what lines? What amazing lines? What amazing... Uh... Wow. Urgent. Yeah.
0: yeah. You're so good. You need to, to crack on. Um, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we go for a break, uh, we've had a lot of fun on, uh, on the Patreon recently. An episode uh, of Myself and Jim was recorded last week, and that was no different. Yeah. We, um, so uh,
1: one thing that, that I feel is not spoken about enough mm-hmm. in football and in society at mm-hmm. large is Quantum Leap, Yeah, the, uh, the old TV show about a man sort of kind of leaping between bodies He would gradually sort of get, if you've not seen the show, he gradually gets sent into different people who had a problem to solve and then he would have to solve that problem and move on so he could eventually try and get get himself home. It was very, quite a laboured premise, but it was surprisingly (laughs) adorable. So I've effectively tasked Marcus Mm. with the same set of circumstances within the world of football and uh, this is what it sounded like. (laughs) Marcus is going to take the role of Sam Beckett and he is going to leap into the bodies of various people in football. Um, I'm going to present him with a dilemma uh, and he's going to have to solve that dilemma before I I let him move on. I'm sort of like his Ziggy, um, if you've seen the show. Um, So, yeah, let's get straight into it. So today, Marcus, right now, you are going to leave your body and you Mm -hmm. are in this exact moment. You are Steve Bruce, Marcus. And so what's happened here? Is you've been doing extra jumping practice with Andy Carroll after training. And after that, you've gone to get on your bike, you've slipped, and you've got your head stuck in some railings. Now, Andy's late for a date, so he just leaves. Um, and you've dropped your phone, and it lands face up in front of you. You see a text from your wife that says, Happy anniversary, Brucey Tits. Now, obviously, I don't know what they call each other, so I've had to improvise that. Um, the restaurant is booked for seven, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not... You haven't booked it. You haven't booked it at all. She Uh follows up. I'm not fucking about. This really is make or break. I'm tired of your weird, hard-to-believe excuses. How do you free yourself and save your marriage?
0: So unfair. (laughs) (laughs) There we are. If you want more of that for as little as $5 a month, get over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble. Welcome back to the Football
2: Ramble, everybody.
0: (laughs) Frightening delivery. Oh, dear. Well, um, we've got a new email jingle. Luke Cunningham, brother of infamous Damien Cunningham, who suggested the points for FA Cup results, has penned today's jingle. Apparently he wrote it while shopping in Tesco. Let's give it a blast. Go at (laughs) footballramble.com,
2: Show at
0: FootballRamble.com Woo, <laughs> Jules Fish and Jim Campbell That's three eggs in the Football Ramble Loop War is kind of sore Pete doesn't give me breaks on Andy Brassel plays the asshole K. Oh, <laughs> I dig uh, at Brassel. Yeah. yeah, I really dig at Brassel. There's the asshole. Brassel and asshole were the only yeah. things he <laughs> <Yeah. could laughs> thinks of uh, rhyme. Are you going to give him points for that, Marcus? <laughs> I I think that's not a bad effort, actually. Mm. It's a different sound than what yeah, we heard before. Different sound. It's it's
2: the It's the sort of mid to late 90s kind of Sky Sports uh, little promo for Dream Team, yeah. I would say. Uh-huh. That kind of thing. Uh, uh, Wayne Rooney, street soccer enthusiast, or whatever they used to call it. Yeah. That kind of thing, that kind of <laughs> thing.
1: Yeah, I think, like, if you had to describe our our listeners' sound, like, you can't really put them in any sort of genre, (laughs) can you? It's just (laughs) just so varied. Try and pigeonhole me, mate. I will break out. (laughs) Show at (laughs) footballramble.com. Whoop,
0: whoop,
2: is where uh, you can get in touch with us. All right, then. It's time for uh, some emails if you want to get to your show. Do we want a jingle? Oh, it's a jingle. we just played it. Just Sorry, play I found, it. for some reason I was for, I forgot. All right, yeah, yeah, good, good. Sorry. <laughs> Remember? That? Uh, from Sam <laughs> <laughs> I'm just expecting the iconic, and I am saying iconic. <laughs> uh, Pete Donaldson, uh, that one. There we <laughs> go. Stop that one. Yeah, good. Uh, from Sam Michelle, watching Garen Carney Football Focus this afternoon has reminded me of an early embarrassing football memory relating to my dad. I was about 10 years old, and my dad was running uh, the beat the goalie stand at my primary school's summer fete. I was helping him out, fetching the wayward shots behind the goal. Karen was a former pupil at my school and would often show her face at these kind of events. I spotted her walking towards our stand in the Birmingham City tracksuit. My dad clearly hadn't worked out who she was and proceeded to ask her whether she wanted to use a proper leather football or an air floater. Wow. wow. That oh. is You're getting oh, your dad. fist smashed in with a football. <laughs> oh. She laughed politely and opted for the leather football offering an England international with 144 caps and air floater perfectly sums up my dad's relationship with football more of a cricket man and I have never <laughs> let him live it down i want to know what happened though yeah but i actually she-
0: smash it past I'd like to think of of somebody offering a professional footballer a, a penny float or a flyaway, <laughs> yeah, football. Just to see what they could do with it. Because uh, yeah, they, is it possible for somebody to actually do something with those footballs? You see, professional footballers hit
2: hitting a ball in like training, they yeah. hit it unbelievably hard, mm-hmm. and that's I, I think we've spoken about it before. Like when Frank Skinner and David Bedil used to do the mm. um, the, uh, the the Euro 'ninety six videos and yep. stuff, and the yeah. and the Phoenix from the Flames things. Mm. The one thing they say is is, is that those footballers hit balls harder than you've ever seen a football being hit it's just a different completely different thing and uh, I would love to see a professional footballer put their foot through Penny floater yeah. That would be amazing. It would just pop yeah. instantly. I'd surely. love to
0: see a professional game played with a penny. <laughs> it'd be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I assume it would end like nil-nil because you couldn't. It would be like mob football. You know, no, yeah. you couldn't quite get the ball up the yeah, pitch. Yeah, the movement ball would be. boys stimmied. would have
1: sacks and sacks of them because they'd yeah. keep bursting. As well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be amazing. Uh, it would be. Oh, you know, maybe they'd be so good with them, they'd be like almost like skywriting with them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it. Though. It does seem unlikely. The yeah. whole, the whole thing seems unlikely to be honest. James Looney's been in touch with an email that simply reads "David Moyes hot balls." That Ooh. is all. With a link to the following story, back in 2012, David Moyes said that UEFA did not want Everton in the Champions League in 2005 and deliberately gave them a tough qualification draw. Moyes said, I always think it was the hot balls in the bag that okay.
0: day. Conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah. <for> the <laughs> theories from the th- ferryman there. It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, maybe, you'll, um, maybe the, the, there'll be another chance for a draw in the Champions League, a pr- <laughs> more pref- preferable draw, if he uh, can get West Ham into the top four. Well, mm-hmm. you know. Incredible. Stuff. Let's hope those, those balls are cold. Yes, if that's the case. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen. I think it works well as a little yeah, stab. Yeah, a little
2: stab, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You modded it yourself. Lovely.
0: <laughs> indeed, I did. Um, oh, by the way, just quickly, uh, mm. we got a tweet from Mark Wallace who tweeted us uh, um, about the time of a referee referee's assistant doing a sick during Kilmarnock versus Dundee in 2017. Lovely. Yeah, I really
2: honestly works. think it's going to happen more and more because those protein shakes that they are forced to slam down. I think mm-hmm. professional athletes. It's it's it's, it's difficult. It, it is really yeah. is difficult. Yeah,
0: but it's nice to know the officials getting in on it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where does it end though? Just With. like entire stands full of full of play. Uh, sorry, full of fans sort
0: of throwing up <laughs> during games. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. There we are. Right, Peter. What's it time for? I prefer to kill him.
2: It's time for Portmanteau. Oh! Oh, baby, are you ready to play, guys? It's a mystery mashup of two footballers. Is I it? just need to know. It wasn't last yeah. time. Yeah, have you done you this said properly? It was, but it wasn't. I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as ready as I'll ever be, Peter. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. When you hear Kevin de Bruyne, your time is up. Unfortunately. So uh, yeah, let's do it. In 2014, I became the face of Hugo Boss's Boss Fragrance and I have a perfect one-in-two goal-scoring ratio for Holland. Uh, I played in Holland, England, Spain, Germany uh, as my domestic career continued.
0: Olivia Giroud van Nistelrooy.
2: Oh, he's not oh, wrong, Marcus oh, I've got it! with one. Yes! Well done, mate. No. Come on. You haven't beat the clock for some weeks, Marcus. I know. Very exciting. Oh, well, done. well done, mate. Please. Well done. <laughs> All right, then. Um, question two. Nearly read out the name. Not going to do that again.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> read a I, bit of it out. Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am the last person to have scored at the old Wembley Stadium and I am the joint record holder for the most relegations from the Premier League with separate clubs and I was appointed assistant manager to Saul Campbell at Southend
1: United for eight months. Let's go! All
0: right, Deemar Harmon is the first one, Jim.
1: I can't, Don't help
0: him! No, I've got... I've...
1: What was the second?
0: Was
1: relegations. The most relegations.
0: Oh, I can't think. <laughs> Dietmar Harman, anymore, Nobby Solano.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, lucky gentlemen. It was Dietmar Harman. Aridison. Aridison. Aridison! Yeah. Well done to James Burroughs uh, Not the drummer presumably uh, Thank you for that he uh, did us. That uh, portmanteau Conte Lovely Yeah So, so
1: Dietmar Dietmar Herman Haridison <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Giroud Van this But nice. that is a portmanteau And I yeah. got it Yeah but Dietmar, we got Dietmar it. Herman Haridison It's just not really a portmanteau
2: <laughs> Would you like James Burroughs Email address? <laughs>
1: no I can't be asked. In right. I'm just going to upset myself, aren't I? <laughs> it's not worth it. All right, that's it. To kill him.
0: <laughs> ah, lovely. All right then, ladies and gentlemen, what else have we got? Oh, yes, big news. Uh, yeah, tell, tell, us. Tell, us, tell us,
1: Marcus Ronaldo speller. <laughs> <laughs> Is it David Beckham
0: <laughs> Naeem? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Xavi Alonso has agreed to become <laughs> manager of Borussia Munchen Gladbach.
1: Come mm. on. Although
0: there are suggestions that he's not decided uh, whether he wants to go. But I mean, it's all written there, ladies and gentlemen. He's surely gonna go there, which is which is big news. Um, and he, I mean, do you know what? I think. When I thought about Xavi Alonso managing a big side in, or just being a manager in general, you look at that and you just go, "Yes, yes." If bloody. Arteta can do it, his buddy <laughs> can do it too. Is he the is he the rich man's Arteta? <laughs>
2: <Sure>. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that guy, you forget his, his clubs are just. Champions League. They are just... Apart at the time. But it's you know, <laughs> sort of. Really, well, but he, well, I No, he I know. I know. But they weren't, <laughs> they weren't every year,
0: were they? <laughs> what, they, they didn't win it every year? Sorry, Mark Let's just write that
2: off. <laughs> me. I went... Ugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Slightly different. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Well, he's been
2: busting out a 3-2-2-3 for his club. Oh, beautiful. Hang
0: on. Is that the WM? That's the WM. He's playing the WM. He's bringing it back, maybe. Read his books. How about that, eh? Do you know, Bayern's chairman, Karl-Heinz Rummenigge, told Kicker in 2019, I think we have to make an effort to bring Xabi Alonso back to Bayern at some point. He is the best central midfielder we've had in recent years. Yes, he wasn't the quickest, but he was the best strategically and the most intelligent I've ever seen in our midfield. He was a marvellous player who speaks four languages and German fluently. He was a real personality. I'd really like him to return to Bayern one day. He's a true gentleman. Do it. (laughs)
2: cool. my
0: goodness. Strong. Yeah. Strong, come on. I have been in the presence of Xabi Alonso for all but 15 to 20 seconds. Were you inspired? I I know what Karl Heinz is talking about. I was <laughs> take, I was very much taken with him as well. Smitten. Uh, yeah, smitten is the word. I mean, he's only coached Real Sociedad B and Real Madrid under 14s, um Xabi Alonso. I mean, Real Sociedad B, it's quite convoluted the uh, the league system in in mm. Spain and obviously I think I think it's third tier. Uh, where they're operating. I think they're currently top of their um, division, though. But I, it just, you know, some managers, as I say, you look at them, or, or some people are venturing into management, you go, yeah, absolutely. It will be really disappointing if he's rubbish. Because
1: yeah. <laughs> you just think,
0: you know, the type of... Because you often think the type of player, that, especially if they sit at the base of the midfield and kind of dictate the game, you immediately think... Like if Claude Makélélé was like, I think I'm going to be... I know he's, he's had coaching roles, if Makélélé was like you're going to be a manager you would be like yes, yes absolutely. do you know you. what I mean yeah, that type yeah. in of... the
1: way you think like Luka Modric oh yes please yeah. I reckon <laughs> that would be right but like you know Cristiano Ronaldo you're like mm, you sure you want to do that <laughs> oh he's never going to be a manager no, absolutely. oh he'd be no. a
2: thoroughly modern manager though wouldn't he as in, like he'd just be that kind of like, uh, kind of obsessed with himself, kind of Jose Mourinho. Kind yeah, of, yeah. Imagine,
0: the dressing room would be galvanised around their <laughs> hatred of him always going on about himself. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think that would be a very, very interesting appointment, and uh, and and I, um, and I look forward to that. Let's see what other ex Liverpool players are getting up to. Uh, Dirk Kout is uh, tipping Steven Gerrard to land the Liverpool job uh, at some point, which is not exactly the biggest tip no. on the planet, ladies no. and gentlemen. It's
1: not that helpful is it
0: no i don't think so he then says he went on to say that he wants to be his assistant manager at liverpool yes
1: <laughs> stevie and oh, Dirk. oh i see dirk <laughs> stevie and dirk has got a weirdly good ring to it, hasn't stevie,
0: it? And <laughs> stevie and dirk stevie <laughs> and that's exactly the same theme that i thought in my head beautiful <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well he added steven has said some great things about me in the last couple of years we have a special bond he does not have to speak about me but he still does has he coached. I don't Kick know. But he's basically yeah. saying I think we're still good mates. I could definitely get a cushy number at Anfield <laughs> yeah. if he went there. I mean, was this an
1: interview or is it was he just showing off to someone in the pub? <laughs> <laughs> like, who's who printed what he said?
0: <laughs> it's news Jim. Yeah, look, I've got his number, look. It doesn't his, matter Look, I've got his number. It doesn't matter where it comes from these days. It's news. Okay? <laughs> Crying out loud. Yeah. Um actually oh. on the day of all days. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and elsewhere, a day loverin. Um, had a little wrestle with a former USC fi- UFC fighter um, because Zenit didn't have a game at the weekend. So Something thought, to do, doing well, it? Got, I've got to do yeah. some sort of physical Get myself exertion. in an arm bar. know, he lasted 50 seconds against Mirko cro Cro-Crop, mm. Cro-Crop. Mm. I, I They weren't allowed a kick. Because
2: he's big on kicking that guy, isn't he? What, yeah. Lovren? So being a professional hand.
0: footballer? <laughs> uh... <laughs> is he allowed to head? Head in and kick it? Oh, well, you might as well have two hands tied behind my back. Well, yeah, um, Mirko is uh, a former anti-terrorist special forces operative who has earned the tag, right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, admire uh, Lovren getting uh, into the
1: is ring. Is happy with him getting <laughs> in the ring with that guy? Like however much you might
0: respect him, we don't know. <laughs> it's absolute madness. But yeah, so a uh, little uh, roundup from uh, ex Liverpool players. Mm. But from ex Liverpool players to ex Liverpool managers, Peter, Rafa Benitez, he wants back into the Premier League. I mean, hasn't he been saying this for ages? Ever since he left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's interesting because obviously his former club, Newcastle United, it's not going brilliantly there. Steve Bruce has scheduled six days off for his Newcastle squad over the international break. It's just so like they stopped picking on him. Probably. Um, <laughs> uh, players were apparently shocked when it became clear on Sunday that the club would be sticking with Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I'm loving these wicked whispers
2: is, the leak has just been it's madness it's just been powering me for the past couple yeah, of months to be more, quite more frank. and more
1: leaks now. well oh, a, a line mate. from a
0: national newspaper reads there is a feeling among some of the squad that the manager wants to be sacked <laughs> stop it in yourself boss stop it in yourself it is madness he didn't find any support from local media on Monday morning the Chronicle dedicated both its front and back page to <laughs> urging Bruce to do the honourable thing and walk away I mean <laughs> <laughs> Brucey.
2: <laughs> Poor Brucey. <laughs> he can walk away. He has that freedom if he genuinely. Right, I, I, it takes
0: a real man to walk away from Newcastle United, <laughs> yeah, that can, we can all agree. Uh, yeah,
1: well, He wants to try and turn it around, doesn't he?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, you he he won't say this turn? when Ozil was hanging on, to taking his chance. money.
0: Give him a chance. <laughs> Gary Neville says <laughs> managers a should a be chance. given two to three years. Should yeah. be given two to three years. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Good. exactly. Whatever league they manage. Well, he's a good championship manager, so, you know. Well, exactly, yeah. But Rafa Benitez says he wants his next job as soon as possible and the priority is England. Um, because he, he talked about other... It's funny, actually, when he gave his rundown, he went, well, Spain, you know, it's, you have to have a lot of money, the duopoly of the top two. And he's like, Italy, pff, yeah, that's really difficult. Yeah, I want England. Yeah. It's like, well. Well, everyone's obviously
1: joining the dots here and, and linking it back to Newcastle, but hasn't he said that he wouldn't want to manage under Ashley? <laughs>
0: I, I think we, we all know that. <laughs> he's, to be the case. Yeah, I don't think he's going go to go through that again, to be honest. He, he doesn't, doesn't need that. He's been linked to the Celtic job quite a bit. Yeah, all right. Which you think actually, you know, considering what he could do there, mm. make him a bit maybe e- European competition. <laughs> Mug off Stevie. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll show you how he's done, pal. Um, but, uh, but but old uh, Benitez um, um, said recently, I play chess with my daughter and with my wife during this time. And they say, oh, you don't allow us to win. I say no, because winning is a state of mind he still got it.
1: God. Yeah, he <laughs> needs a job, doesn't
0: he? Yeah. <laughs> Get him out the house. For his family's sake. Yeah. He needs a job. <laughs> that's uh, that's definitely uh, the case. Uh, right gentlemen, of course there's been not much football this week so far. But as the week goes on, international football will creep onto Mm. our screens. Um, This is, I mean, unfortunately for England, because they're playing on on Thursday night uh, against uh, San Marino, but unfortunately for England uh, during this, it's the World Cup qualifiers. Mm. It's quite weird to have them back. It's weird, doesn't it? Because we haven't had the Euros, of course. Uh, But Poland are in England's group, um, as is tradition. Uh, Robert Lewandowski will be able to travel for Poland's match against England on the 31st of March at Wembley, after Poland's Prime Minister phoned Angela Merkel asking for exemption. From coronavirus rules. Go on, Ange. Do us a favor. <laughs> uh, so, how about that? But Dortmund's Jude Bellingham has been freed up to join with the England squad too. So unlucky Poland. Yeah. Two can play at that game. <laughs> <laughs> and we got some full backs. Yeah. Loads of them. Loads of fullbacks. In abundance of them. I really hope Bellingham gets a chance because he's been brilliant for Dortmund this mm. season. And he's still very, very young, but oh, what a player. What a player we have there. Um so looking forward to that. Sadly, um, Not everybody will be travelling for international duty. Eric Chippo-Moting thought, uh, you know, he's a regular player in the Cameroon uh, side and so Mm. on. Well, apparently the Cameroonian Federation thought that they had sent his invite to join the squad, but realised when he didn't show up yesterday that they had actually emailed that invite to themselves. (laughs) I mean, that seems...
2: Double up, lads. Uh And he he will
0: miss two important matches for the AFCON qualification. (laughs) (laughs) Not friendly. (laughs) <laughs> what an admin error uh, that is. I mean, to,
1: full credit to him for taking it so well. Well, I don't know if he has. He just accepted that he's not in the squad and pick up a fuss. Well, I mean... He- I mean, if you're not selected, you've got to just turn up and go, well, I should be here anyway. No, but you, 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 presumably you'd talk to your agent and you'd be
0: like, did they, did they drop me? Yeah, You'd okay. think it'd be a big deal, right? Yeah, that's true. Player of that status. Well, yeah, he, he plays by the rules, Jim, clearly. <laughs> um, Trinidad and Tobago begin their World Cup qualification campaign against Guyana on Thursday. I didn't notice, they're managed by ex-England defender Terry Fenwick, mm. him of the 1986 Elbow. Yes. As Maradona will probably remember. It was him, wasn't it? Elba Maradona in the face, I think, during that Not game. Sure. Um, he has been accused of headbutting his own press officer after taking exception to the presence of a particular journalist last Wednesday. Uh, but the pair still later returned to the press and took questions, which is which is professional, professional yeah. PR man.
1: God, that must have been an atmosphere. <laughs> there must have been an undercurrent there, shall we say? <laughs> Imagine if I had nutted you before we started the show, and we just did it. My yeah. Goodness. Headbutts are more, seem more personal,
2: more intimate. Yeah, less you, less COVID compliant. Because you have got to hurt your own head to do it. Exactly. It yeah, like,
1: it's a real commitment. It's to desperation to make that and of
2: the moment, but it really means
0: something.
1: Because you you headbutting yourself as well. Yeah, yeah I don't know what you mean,
0: mm. but you, as you say, you mean it. Yeah, you can't just sort mm. of you can sort of subtly. I don't know, maybe sort of give someone a little slap or something. I don't know. I've <laughs> never done it, Jim. But uh, but a headbutt, you really have to go. I want the I yeah. I want to <laughs> feel the pain, not just them.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just imagining
0: you teaching someone
1: a lesson, <laughs> Mark. I, I can't picture it I don't know how you do it.
0: Oh, dearie, dear. Well, uh, Robert Haddad, the head of uh, the FIFA committee which oversees the uh, Trondante FA, has told Fennec to uh, keep it cool. Yeah. You'd think mm-hmm. managing. Trinidad and Tobago be a, a bit chilled out yeah, a little experience. bit chilled out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the heat's getting to him as an Englishman can't stand it so there we are something to look forward to there when uh, Trinidad and Tobago begin their World Cup qualifying campaign as so many countries do uh, this week um, on tomorrow's show Jules, Luke and Vish will be in your ears thank you very much for listening to today's Football Ramble it's been an absolute pleasure thank you very much Tim Campbell thank you thank you, Donaldson. thank you listeners i see you tomorrow